Hey friend, welcome to So Here's the Thing. Over the next few episodes, we're doing something really fun over here, and we're going to be spotlighting a few of my student alumni from my signature program, the Creative Educator Academy. Now, these are industry educators who are doing an incredible job of leading within their community and of offering really impactful and effective education, which is what we teach you to do inside the academy. As we're gearing up to reopen enrollment for the Academy, I wanted to make sure that I was giving you guys a chance to hear some of these amazing success stories. And I also wanted to invite you to participate in our upcoming challenge. This is a three-day challenge designed to take you from creator to educator. We are going to make sure that you walk away with fresh content ideas and the confidence to share your education as the expert that you are. And we're going to get an educational piece of content together and out into the world in just three days. To join the challenge, just visit leilimadi.com slash challenge or head to the show notes where we'll have it linked for you. And I hope to see you there. As always, this podcast is brought to you by the Creative Educator Academy. And I really hope that you enjoy these spotlights and this look into what it's like to actually grow an education business as a creative entrepreneur within your industry. As always, I am cheering you on over here and I sure hope you enjoy these episodes. Welcome to So Here's the Thing, the podcast for small business owners, entrepreneurs, and creative educators who are ready to take their business to the next level. Through candid conversations, tactical approaches, and a few unpopular opinions, we're lifting the veil on what it takes to build both a life and a business that you love. I'm your host, Leila Amati, a coach for creatives and founder of the Creative Educator Academy, where I help entrepreneurs step into the role of industry leaders and educators. I'm so glad that you're here. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hey friends, welcome back to this spotlight series where I am taking my star students from the Creative Educator Academy and doing quick interviews with them to highlight what they're offering in their education business so that you can get a better idea of how much you can put together as an up and coming educator. Today, we are interviewing Anna Wright, who has been on the show before. She's incredible. I love her. Um, she is the owner of Anna K Photography, and she is doing so much amazing education. And being a part of this journey for her the past few years has been amazing. So, Anna, tell me all about all the amazing education that you're putting out there. Um, it's been so fun to watch you put it out and just like see it flourish for you. Hey, thank you, Lily. That was such a sweet introduction. Yeah, we kind of have our hands in a lot of different education stuff right now. We just hosted our first workshop under Bloom Photography Retreats, and that is owned by myself and my good friend, Emily. Um, we hosted a two-day workshop in Waco, Texas, and had seven or eight photographers join us. We focused on marketing and back end of your business, like all the nitty gritty, and then did a couple styled shoots too, to help people kind of troubleshoot during their sessions and just really get like a good grasp on things. We're hosting our next one in October. And instead of Texas, it's going to be somewhere a little bit more East. We haven't announced it officially yet, um, but the second one is already in the works. And then I have been doing a lot of one-on-one -on -one mentoring in hourly kind of troubleshooting calls and then intensives with a couple of photographers too. That is where I feel like my heart is just, it's just like little baby chicks hatching and you're like, oh, I'm so proud of you. Um, so that's been really rewarding just to, you know, I think as you grow in your own business, you forget what you didn't know when you started and so then pouring that knowledge into somebody else and seeing them actually 
you know, do what you say and take that information and run with it is really cool. And then the next thing we're working on is my first digital, like online self-paced course. And that is based off of one of my very first podcast interviews that I did called brand new to fully booked. And it is a roadmap for family and wedding photographers who know how to use their camera. They know what they want to do, but maybe they're just overwhelmed and it kind of gives them a blueprint on how to garner that momentum and put first things first to grow your business. So really excited about, you know, getting that out there into the world and help more photographers that way. Oh my gosh. The, there are so many amazing things you're doing. And what I love about hearing you kind of like give the rundown of the education side of your business is that you do have your hands in like multiple types of education. And I think that's something that I find kind of difficult to, I guess, I find it difficult to communicate to like new students inside the Academy who maybe they sign up for it. And then they take like the mentoring unit or the in-person experience unit or the speaking unit. And I try so hard to encourage people like you really need to know how to do all these types of things because you just don't know the direction that your education will take you. Like, did you have before you started on your journey? Like, did you know that eventually you would be doing all these different kinds of things? Or was it like an organic kind of growth? Definitely not. (laughs) I think when I joined Creative Educator Academy, my goal was getting on a podcast. Um, I just wanted to be on a podcast or two, kind of share my experience and in hopes that it would connect me with photographers for one-on-one mentoring. I had no idea that I would have like been chosen to speak on multiple podcasts about a variety of things. I have my first in-person speaking this summer at a conference, which when I wanted to do a podcast, I never really wanted to speak on stage because that's a little terrifying, um, but also really exciting. And there's so many people that I want to work with in a one-on-one capacity and so many workshop ideas that I have, but realistically, I can't do that every weekend because I still love photographing weddings and I still love being mom So that's kind of where the course that people can just take came from is that I can bottle it up and maybe I'm not with them, you know, in person every step of the way, but I'm giving them this like blueprint and then I can be in a great community and answer questions here and there. And so I think just it all kind of intertwines. I don't know that you could ever do just one piece of the education. I think that'd be really hard. I obviously I completely agree. And I love hearing, like seeing it in action because it is one of those things that I think when you have one goal, it's really hard to see beyond that goal. Like, okay, what's going to happen when you accomplish your first goal of getting on a podcast? Well, of course it's going to lead to people wanting to work with you. And then it's going to lead you to seeing pain points. And then it's going to lead other people to being like, oh, I want Anna to come speak at this. Like, of course it will. So I love seeing that play out in real time. It's like super, I'm like nerding out, nerding out about it. It's so exciting for me. So I love that. Uh, okay. Well, I would love to know, I guess for the people listening, if you were starting over now, but you had all the knowledge that you have now, like what's something that you wish you knew when you were starting out? Like, what would you tell someone doing this for the first time? Yeah. So I think just with becoming a photographer, Um, in general. And I will say I jumped into being a photographer so naively. I was just like, you know what? 
I'm just going to do it. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to do my day job anymore. So I'm just going to do it. And I really didn't know about like photography clicks or the moody photographers. It was just like, Hey, I've got a camera. You have a camera. Want to be friends? Like, <laughs> you know, when you jump into something so quickly, you don't really have time to think about if you fail or what people think, but by the time we're ready to become educators, we are in the industry and we are inundated constantly with all of these people doing so many things. And I think at the beginning I had some hangups on, well, I'm still learning. So can I teach? And well, they've already done that. So what can I offer? Um, and I just really was in kind of like got in my own head about it and didn't pursue it as fearlessly as maybe I could have. So I would encourage people to, you know, if you want to do it, like you just, you just have to do it. And there's always going to be people who don't see value in what you are offering, but that doesn't mean that there's not 10 other people who will see the value in it. Um, so you just kind of have to take chances and, you know, it's just like, it's starting a whole nother business. You're going to have to do some things for free. You're going to have to do some kind of, you know, maybe crappy interviews occasionally, or put on a presentation for three people because that's, that's it, but you still just have to do it and practice it to grow. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm obsessed with that answer. Um, hundred percent as, as an Enneagram three, I come up against those feelings all the time being established in the industry, seeing my friends and my peers doing stuff. And I'm like, I always get that little imposter syndrome voice, like in the back of my mind, I recently did a podcast episode. I think like by the time this airs, it'll be like two or three back about mistakes people make. And one is like letting imposter syndrome win because it always exists. Like I can't lie and say it's never, it's you're going to overcome it forever. Right. But it's letting it win. And like you said, if you want to do it at some point, you just have to go and try and do. So I love that. Yeah. So good. So yeah, I'm an Enneagram two wing three. And so I really want people to like me. I really want to help people. And I get these like overachieving urges. And then I'm like, Oh, but what if that doesn't work or what? And it just the empath and the overachiever just fight with each other. <laughs> yeah, totally relatable. I'm a three wing too. So we're in the same boat. Okay. So we've kind of followed your map, which I love and seen your journey kind of unfold in terms of your work inside the Academy. I am just dying to know from you, especially because you do, you talk so much about like constructive criticism and really like giving good, solid feedback. So I want your feedback here. Um, what was something that you found the most helpful inside the Academy? Like what was your favorite, most helpful part or takeaway? So on a technical level, it's kind of like a twofold thing. The technical side of it, having the very, um, kind of organized way, especially when I was first starting with pitching a podcast, what do I do? How do I structure these things that I want to do? Because I know what I had done, but I didn't have that roadmap to figure it out for myself. So I really appreciated, I, I'll never forget our first call and you're like three things. All you have to do is pick three things that you want to talk about and be known for and then go. And I'm like, okay, like I can pick three things. And so I love how it's simplified, but streamlined. So it's not simplified to where it's not good. It's simplified to where you can follow it and make it make sense. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate that. And then the community wise, I cannot tell you how happy it makes me <laughs> to be in a group of educators and see people that, and I won't name names, but 
you know, bigger names, like it's not all beginners in the academy and to see other people who are further along in their journey than I am still struggling with things and still feeling frustrated and still dealing with just life is just so, um, I don't know, encouraging and not that I want them to have issues, but it just reminds me like, okay, it happens to all of us. There's never going to be a point where it doesn't. And I think being on the other side, you look at the educators and you think they have it made. They get to do all this stuff. Everybody loves them. And you're not seeing the emails that they're getting from people. You're not seeing the hours and hours of time that they're putting in, pulling their hair out, trying to make this stuff perfect for you. Um, and so being witness to that is really cool. Yeah. I, that's such a good point. I actually, it's funny because I forget so often that people on the outside looking in, they don't always recognize the educators should be the ones that are consistently learning even more. And so that's why I think we do attract people at all levels. Um, because even if you are like a bigger name or really established entrepreneur, you may still need help creating really good education. And if that's not your strong suit, to me, it's the mark of a good educator to continue to seek out being better. And I love that you mentioned that because I didn't even, I don't even think about that. I just see it and I'm like, good for them. But it is, it must be so affirming when you're starting out to be like, okay, we're all in this doing the same thing. We're all in this together. And it's, it's, I think really affirming to see that we all have the exact same struggles, no matter where we are in our journey. Yeah, absolutely. Even just talking with you and Vanessa and how everybody gets nervous before they go on stage. And I'm already kind of nervous for June when I have to speak on stage, but you know, being nervous means I can harness that energy and do a really good job and then drink a margarita when I'm done. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Here for that. And also hundred percent, if anybody's listening to this and they're like, oh, I can never be a public speaker. I'd be too nervous. I'm nervous every single time. And truly, if you're ever at the point where you don't have nerves, that concerns me. Like there should be a little bit of something there. Well, this was so helpful. Anna. I loved hearing your perspective and thank you for the kind words, but also thank you for breaking it down in a way that I haven't even thought of before. Um, where can people follow along with you? Because you are offering so many amazing things. I want people to make sure that they can get in touch with you. Yeah. So on Instagram, you can find me at Anna K dot photography. Um, our workshops are under bloom photography retreats. And then I will next up be at the graceful gathering in June and I'll be delivering my signature talk on constructive criticism. So I'm really pumped for that. And then, yeah, the course should be launching by the end of June. So stay tuned for all the fun things. So, so excited for you. And I'm so proud of you. And I'm just, I love, I love having a front row seat to all of this. Y'all go make sure you follow Anna. I will put all of these things, you know, the drill, it's all going in the show notes. So don't worry about links. Thanks again. You're the best. Thank you, Laylee. For show notes and resources mentioned on today's episode, head to SoHere'sTheThingPodcast.com. This show is brought to you by the Creative Educator Academy, where we teach creative entrepreneurs how to teach, because I believe that industries thrive when experts can share their knowledge well. If you're enjoying the podcast, I'd love to read your review on iTunes or see your rating on Spotify. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode.